0: Well, hello, I am Matt Williamson. This episode is brought to you by Live Casino. And let's just get right into it because here's what I did for last pod of the week is, I guess a lot of you enjoyed my article. Um, some guys, the Steelers should look at in the subsequent podcast the other day. Um, the got several feedbacks from you guys, though. What about this guy that's going to be a free agent? Or give us some more names. You know, everybody's clamoring at... It's easy to look at the draft and be like, oh, I love all these corners. I want this guy. But free agency is the same way. Like, So what I did was kind of cheated. I took Pro Football Focus's top 100 free agents. And I picked out some more and just figured we'd go through them. So if Sutton leaves, I think you got to not only draft a corner really high, but still go get an outside corner as well. Rocky Sin is an interesting one for me um he's he's under 27 years old he's probably turned turn he turns 27 during the season they project him to make about nine million a year which is a little less than sutton he is a true outside corner he's a raider in case people don't know no he was traded straight up for yannick nick dockway this year he's about six foot a little under 200 pounds He's a prototypical number two corner. And if you draft a number one or somebody else develops, I think you'd be just fine with him. And he still has a lot of good football left in him. Rocky Sin would be a nice fallback option for me. Takes the ball away a fair amount. And he's a man coverage guy. You know, I mean, he can play off. Don't get me wrong. But man coverage is where he makes his money. Um, another guy I like coming out of school, similar in that he's another corner. Again, I'd rather have Sutton than these guys, but that doesn't if that doesn't work out, Byron Murphy is only 25 years old. He's starting to play better and better after kind of struggling early in his career with the Cardinals. They think he's going to be around that 9 million a year, too. Um, he has more slot capabilities. So he's more the Sutton type. He's an outside, inside guy. Um, I think he's a little more zone-ish than I would prefer, but you know, I mean, he's still a quality player, and I think his best football is ahead of him. Um, a D lineman I picked out is David Onyemata from the Saints, a little over 30 years old. They think he'll get about seven and a half million a year. I think that's cheaper than Ogan Joby, you know, but uh, maybe you draft one and it's on Onyemata or maybe you pay. I mean, maybe he's the best you can do. And I think I could live with him. Um, quality player, very effective pass rusher, interior guy. Not in crazy sack numbers, but continue, you know, pretty consistently gets pressure and pressures. Um, over the last three years, he's been quite good, and he's an upfield dude. But he's also pretty stout. He's not just a designated pass rush type. Safety's interesting to me in that I'd like to bring back Casey and Edmonds and be done. But it's not a bad safety draft, and who knows? Maybe they're not going to be, you know, easy guys to keep. Julian Love isn't even 25 years old yet from the Giants. And they're projecting him to get between seven and eight million. Really diverse skill set. And he's a ball hawk. Um, He was, you know, play in the slot. He can play off the ball. Good tackler, productive. His best football is well ahead of him. And I might rather have Love as kind of an interchangeable dude with Minka that one can go play with single high. The other one sneaks down the slot, you know, a little less predictability because he's kind of a uh, Miller light version of Minka. Um, a name, a couple of you guys brought up to me too, is Sheldon Rankins and he almost made my list. So let's talk about him a little bit. Jets, uh, formerly the saints, former first round pick. If you noticed in that article, I had a lot of former first round picks that have a lot of ability He'll be 29 when the season starts. Um, Really started this season really well for the Jets. And then he was injured and was never quite the same after that. But to start the year was like, wow, this is the guy I envisioned. And, you know, more of an upfield penetrator type guy. But that works well. I mean, on passing downs next to Cam, wouldn't really be a nose or an end I mean he's more of a 4-3 D at B tackle but folks that doesn't matter that much anymore for the Steelers so scheme fit wise is not perfect but I really don't have any qualms with it so um, I got a bunch of other names here we'll hit them on the way back All right. You might recall when the Steelers signed Melvin Ingram, which of course didn't work out. The two names that were being bandied about at that time were Ingram and Justin Houston. And Houston ended up signing with the Ravens. He's an older dude. He just turned 34. I think it was actually on Valentine's Day. Happy birthday, Justin Houston. But at his age, you could probably get him for about $4 million a year. And he could play that Melvin Ingram third role as well as... Um, the three of them on the field together. We saw a little bit of that when Ingram was here, um, high quality player for the, the Ravens and they don't play him every snap, nor would you want to, but I think you could probably get him on a one-year deal, uh, good influence in the room. He's been around the block. He's had a lot of success at this league, in this league. Um, he has 111 and a half sacks. I, I didn't realize that. I mean, that's a very accomplished year. I had nine and a half this past year, third down type of dude, you know, or Watt taps out, bring Houston in, could play on either side. I don't know if you'd get him for $4 million a year, but boy, I'd sign me up for that in a heartbeat. If you remember, the article I wrote before this last one was just on off-the-ball linebackers. And the name I thought about and didn't put on there was Denver's Alex Singleton. What I didn't like about him is he's already 29 years old, He's not a super athlete, but they think he's about a five million per year guy, coming off a great season, and maybe he's just hitting his stride now. Maybe it's him, and you draft somebody like he's he wouldn't be a one, you know, per se. I mean, it's but do it, you really want to invest in Terrell Edmonds, you know, or uh, Tremaine Edmonds, you know, a guy like that that's super expensive? Singleton would still be an upgrade. Really good against the run. Not just a thumper, though. I mean, he's, I hate looking at, at tackle numbers, but very productive in terms of tackles. Doesn't miss many. Good pass rusher, good blitzer. You know, he, he, he gets after the quarterback a little bit. I don't think he'd be real expensive, and he'd be a nice pickup to, would probably end up playing a lot of snaps when it's all said and done, quality snaps. And they didn't get many quality snaps off the ball last year. I know they don't really need a receiver, but I've always really liked Paris Campbell coming out of Ohio State. He'll be, he's only 25. He's not super expensive, probably seven or eight million a year. Really versatile. I mean, you you know my feelings on the end of rounds and things, but you can hand him the football. He's elusive, pretty serious injury history, but was quite good this year for the Colts, despite them having just dreadful quarterback play and, you know, not very good line play. He really took a step forward in his career, former second round pick, good hands, more slot than outside. You know, I mean he's a little gimmicky, but has some return ability as well. So just adding one more weapon in the mix to me, it has some some interest. You know, I mean, especially if he's out there a little longer in free agency than we thought. And like, hey, sign a two year deal with us. You know, put him in the mix. Um, Rasheem Green is an edge as well from the Texans. I mentioned another edge from them Alkawanko, I name I just destroy. Um, but he's also he's a little younger. he's, he's not even 26 yet. Probably get him about five million a year. Again, people don't know who these guys are because they're pass rushers for the Texans and the Texans are never on TV and rarely get a chance to pin their ears back and rush the passer. but he can bounce inside. he's a little more physical. Has some real thickness to him. I don't want to compare him to Bud Dupree, but he's a power edge more so than what the Steelers have now. Um, stacks the run well. He'd be a nice third guy for sure. I don't know if teams are going to look at him as a true starter off the edge, but he's a pretty impressive guy. A favorite of mine I probably should have brought up that won't be expensive. He's two or three million a year. It's Aishon Robinson. He's He'll be 28 here pretty soon. He's... Not the old school nose, but he's much more nose-ish than he is Cam Hayward to it-ish. You know, he is really hard to move. You know, he played next to Aaron Donald, ate up blocks and helped Donald. It certainly helped that Donald was next to him. Of course, it's not like they're ignoring Aaron Donald, but very different than Donald. I mean, I remember when this dude came out of Bama. I looked at him and like, he looks like a 35-year-old man. I mean, just the way he was built and his face. And he has an old man game to him. I mean, he knows the tricks of the trade. Those guys last forever. Um, again, you think you can get him a, a good bargain. Better than Tyson Alulu, certainly this past year, no doubt. So, interesting dude there is Aishon Robinson. You know, he's played at high levels pretty much his whole career, but doesn't have a high ceiling. Bama, Rams, has won a lot of championships. Marcus Epps, speaking of championships, was just in the Super Bowl. Off the ball safety, 27 years old, probably in the same range, maybe a little more expensive than KZ and Edmonds. I'd probably just as soon keep those two. But he was a good compliment to Chauncey Gardner Johnson, who I don't know if his attitude's the right attitude for the Steelers. That's why I didn't mention him. But he kind of can't he Epps isn't a well-known dude, but Played a ton of snaps this year, good versus a run, fine in coverage, you know, but more of a run stuffer, safety. He's more Edmonds than he is off the ball guy. Um, and he's not a real thumper, but um, he can handle cover two for sure. Yeah, he's just ascending. And I, I don't think because he's a brand name, he's not a brand name guy, people know much about him. That's why I wanted to kind of talk about him a little bit. Another guy I think is interesting, again, he's a Falcon edge rusher, so not, not a lot of opportunities to rush the passer. Lorenzo Carter, uh, he's probably about making $6 million or so a year. Giants drafted him pretty high, third-round pick from what I remember, very athletic. And sometimes those guys just kind of take a while, and this past year was by far his best career. He kind of was a fish out of water coming to the league, and Giants let him go got more opportunity in Atlanta which wasn't a particularly good t- defense obviously played over 900 snaps he'd be the third guy here but I think if you can get a talented player whose career looks like it's going forward at a pretty good right you know rate as your third edge guy I'm interested so Lorenzo Carter's my last name there so over and out everyone have a great weekend I will talk to you later.